Hey everybody and welcome to episode 66 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome back. Always good to be back and to uh, to get to um, speak to you guys. Um, been a uh, been a busy time. Been getting especially with these new European um, regulation laws. <laughs> sort of like had lots of stuff planned. These come out bosh. Oh, you got to get them done. But it's all good. Uh, just to let you know, on the uh, I was let you know actually on the, over the podcast. Might as well. I put a post out on on um, social media. And also email, but you know, guys, we we've always um, adhered to the e regulations, and we always will. Uh, I'm always extremely conf- uh, careful with your details. Now, um, if you ever sign up for anything, uh, one of our groups or webinars, etc., I'll only contact you if you fill out a form and you want our help, uh, which is which is uh, what we do anyway. And um, your information will be stored and then uh, then destroyed if not. Uh, and if you're a personal client of ours, I mean your information stays with us for tax reasons for a little while. But other than that, you know, I I I, I treat your information with the same integrity and respect uh, and trust that I'd expect someone else or I'd want someone else to to treat mine with. So uh, just to let you know, and I've, we've got a privacy policy now and a cookies policy, etc. On on the site if you want to have a look at that. If you really want to have a look at it, <laughs> it's very boring stuff. Um, uh, yeah, but it, it has to be there, um, which is fair enough, you know, all above board and etc. I mean, generally these things are mainly for massive companies that are storing lots of de- details about you like Facebook and Amazon, etc. And funny enough, um, going into that, this is something that we're going to be covering on the episode today with Jason Christoph. Um just before we do that, guys, as I'm going to say, as always, if you want to have any here, any issues with a chronic illness, and head over to www.reviveyourself.co, where we've got a free four-day mini course. And if you're dealing with something that's been there for a while uh, and you need more than the basics, then hit me up with an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. Or if you do head on to our website, then um, there's a contact uh, link there that you can send me a, a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Now, with that being said, Today's episode is with Jason Christoph. Got him back on the show. Jason's going to be a regular guest, and it's for information like this and for other things that I research into and he researches into that I'll be getting him back on the show. And this is probably my most important episode that I've ever put out to date. Um, we were going to cover quite a lot of topics anyway and go into a lot of this social programming and what's going on, but then um, during the week, Jason sent me a message saying, look at this um one of the guys he follows his youtube account's been shut down he had over two hundred thousand followers with this message um telling people what's going on with 5g with a company called circo who's really behind these these companies and what they're actually trying to do with this 5g and the internet of things and it is quite scary actually um, but we have to push this message out because unless everyone knows, unless we stand up and get up again, come out against it, then we're going to be looking down the barrel. You know, if up until now everything health-wise has been 
you know something's toxic for you, you can stay away from it. Teflon pans, for example, uh, fluoride water, uh, vaccines, uh, conventional food, you know, um, fluoride in your toothpaste, um, deodorant, aluminium, fragrances. You can stay away from these things, um, by and large. You know, it's easy to stay away from these things if, if you want to. But this 5G and what they're planning of it, it's going to become extremely hard to stay away from it. So we're going to get into that. Uh, and all about what it really means for us. So, without further ado, here's Jason. Enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. So, uh, how you going, Jason, mate? Fresh from the uh, royal wedding. So we're both in black today. Probably, probably white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the royal wedding. Some people in uh, Canada and the U.S. were setting their alarm clocks for five or four thirty in the morning. Some were organizing parties and celebrations of the royal wedding. Of course. I did not. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, not exactly our thing. It's a it's a hard one for me. I'm going to be honest. It's a hard one for me because growing up, big royalist, big big, um, always been very proud of our heritage of the royal family, etc. My mum still is like she. No matter what I tell her, she knows, but she just can't seem to get it away from it. And it it is hard because if you don't know. It seems like a really good occasion. Well, people say that they spend lots of money on the wedding, etc. But and it does cost a insane amount of money. But on the flip side, the economy goes through the roof because I don't think there was a single pub empty in the whole of the UK. You know, um, so there's a lot of money being built for it. But but the thing is, once you start digging into this uh, this world of what really goes on and what's really going on, and, and the royal family being a big part of it, it's hard to really celebrate anything that they do. Yeah, and I mean, this is why they have these celebrations to try and sort of indoctrinate the population, that they have dreams that are very similar to your own, that they have children and they wish the best for their children. These are people who have historically, number one, ripped whole chapters out of the history books to to put them in a better light. They have murdered, they have plundered, Uh, They have robbed and pillaged, and they are always trying to sweep under the rug their very dark history and, of course, their control of the monetary system. And I I saw a lot of posts about that as well where people were lamenting about how much this costs. But you have to understand, to the people who print the money, like if you had a printing press – what does it cost you other than the paper and the electricity to run that? Yeah, exactly. and, and, and it costs near nothing. And then, of course, you know, they're always trying to move their agenda forward. And the, the next question is, if you own these computer systems by which you simply punch in how much money, you know, is going to be delivered here and there to these people, their money doesn't work like our money. When we're out of money, Ryan, when you're out of money, you can't spend anything. When they're out of money, they just keep spending because there is no money. It's all fictitious. So there's many different ways to look at it. But the royal family, uh, how can people live in a country? I I know David Icke over there has a very, uh, you know, it depends what side of the fence you're on. Some people say is completely insane. Other people say he's brilliant, but he sells out stadiums all over the world, trying to educate people about the history of, of the royal family. Well, and yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to, get, I'm going to let you go with that, and I'm going to get you back on that history of the royal family. People with Ike, they go. 
he talks about lizards, and as soon as they say that, people go, oh, he's a nutcase, yeah? And so, but the thing is, it's like, yeah, it's easy to say that, but if you sit there and listen to it, I've done it, I've listened to his 10 hours. So you need to listen to his, understand what he's talking about. You can easily throw away a sentence and then say he's crazy. The guy's been around the world for 30 years learning. You know, you, you don't you don't research this this amount of stuff and talk to people that are in the trenches. And, and of course, the person who, in a room for nutcases, the, the one person who's saying seems like a nutcase. But when you talk about that, about the money, he said he met someone who was in the excellence of Freemasons once. And he said about, oh, well, well, well he's talking about, he's one high up at the bank as well. And he said, oh, we'll get you in um, with one of these credit cards, use whatever you want. But he said, well, how can you do that? He said, oh, it doesn't matter. We just print whatever money we want and, it, and it'll just come. And uh, and he said after that meeting, he'd never heard of him or saw him again. He said, I don't know what happened to him, but he gave him a little inkling into, as you said, this money. It's just numbers of computer they just punch in and it just means nothing to them. Uh, and and it, this, this is way they can they can do what they want. Yeah, and they'll always say they're in a deficit so that your taxes go up. And the taxes are fictitious as well. I mean, even in Canada, they're always saying they're running this amount of debt or this, the, this amount of debt. And what they're trying to do is justify your taxation rate. The people who are organizing this don't even acknowledge or use your money that comes in through the taxes it's not used to balance any books they just throw it over their shoulder this is what the indoctrination process and the propaganda process is for the average person thinks i'm paying my taxes it pays for my roads whatever they want done so if it's a vaccine clinic down on the corner or there's military operations to to expand illegal empire abroad these will always get the fake paper money not your money is inconsequential to any of this they're just the whole goal of taxation is that they understand that kind of money is kind of a magical sort of uh, entity that you can use your money to sort of escape or get away from their tyranny so the only reason they tax you is to make sure you never have enough financial leeway to get away from them that's the only reason they extract taxes from you. The roads are there so you can get to the jobs that benefit them that you don't like. They're going to build the roads no matter what so that they can roll the military in and stick a, uh, a gun in your face if you happen to uh, resist. Everything that they're going to fund has a benefit for them. And it looks like there's some kind of co-benefit for you, but there's really not. And mm, this this is the big fantasy that most people are involved in with their taxation. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, really, you're working the first four months of the year for them. So really, it, it, people say slavery has been abolished. It is a form of slavery. Like You're working for four months of the year, if you're paying your taxes, basically, just to pay them. To pay them what? And as these people say, oh, we're in debt, or the country's in debt, it's like, this debt doesn't seem to stop anything. Right. <laughs> right. They don't they don't hold back absolutely anything. There's just more military, more aircraft carriers, more weapons, more super weapons developed. There's no shortage of money. There's a shortage of money for uh, a veteran that got his leg blown off and everything's very slow when he's pushing the paper and applying to get maybe a prosthetic leg, but there's no there's no absence of money for any of their illegal means. And that's the power of the money. If you print the money, imagine you printing the money in your neighborhood 
And the first thing you want to spend your money on is making sure no one else prints any money. And number two is also making sure no one else finds out that you're actually printing your own money. Mm, That's that's what they're using all this fake paper currency for. But, you know, back to the royal family and there's so many books written. I mean, there's a great documentary from Jane Powers. She's a UK citizen um, and she... Uh, I think her name was Jane Power. She did a documentary called The Ring of Power. Okay, I don't know if it was uh, Jane Powers, but the actual documentary is called The Ring of Power, and it thoroughly describes many of the uh, royal family's undertakings around the world, none of which are altruistic or moral or ethical. And the only reason these people are rolling by in uh, golden carriages I mean, the, I believe the queen's carriage of pure gold is estimated in the billions of dollars. And this gold was stolen, of course, and extracted from various conquests the royal family has executed across the world. And they still, to this day, execute these conquests. And they've done it in a way where people don't even know it's them doing it, where the U.S. is now their, their pit bull on uh, off the leash at the moment so the uk keeps uh, the royal family keeps their hands completely clean and completely controls the us to go and do exactly what the royal family wants continues this illegal empire and the reason the middle eastern region is targeted because historically if you go back this is where the royal family is originally from it's, uh, I think you talked about it before. I was trying to look up for you if it's Jane Powers. I've seen a Ring of Power documentary, but I can't find the name. But yeah, I can 100% agree with everything you're saying, mate. And it's, it's something, it's a topic that, it's really weird. It's, it's one of those topics that people don't want to dig into. They don't want to, they don't want, they don't probably want to know. Well, they don't know how to even overcome it. I mean, so Jay, you sent me that, uh, link yes, uh, a couple of days ago to have a look at that. Talking about Serco and the SES, and it's yeah. it's something that um, <laughs> it's quite frightening. And when you dig into it, it's something like certain things like David I talked about. have talked about. I mean, they were talking even when they slightly mentioned there about nine eleven and how they even found out that all airplanes can be controlled, but from the floor, from the ground before this, so they know it's a complete fabrication anyway. Like uh, how terrorists could do this and. Uh, they were able to talk about yeah the, the internet of things and about how this five G is actually all being linked up to the satellites so they can all just take control of anything they want really. Uh, it's yeah. Go. Yeah. So that one this will be new for a lot of people. Uh, maybe not new. They might have heard of this five G network, and this five G network uses larger bandwidths to you know get you your information, and of course that's how they're going to always sell it to you, that you can download your favorite movies faster, that you can download your music faster, and you can watch Netflix, and it's never going to freeze up. And of course, all the slaves in the slave camp uh, leading their soulless and meaningless lives would be like, you know, this is great stuff. Who would ever want to leave here? I got my my high-speed internet. This This is a great place to live. But the 5G network is can't do long distances and the but it's very powerful at short distances and the reason they're going to need a very powerful short distance 
control mechanism almost house to house is because of something called the Internet of Things. And the first time I heard this phrase, it was with John Rappaport, and I thought he was just sort of inventing the phrase himself to describe the Internet. And then as he talked, I realized this was a new phrase. I was not aware of what it meant. The Internet of Things is the rolling out of toasters, fridges, washers, dryers, air conditioners, furnaces, garage door openers, security systems that are all chipped, that are all controllable. So basically, and they're all hooked up to the internet. And if you sort of don't comply or you resist, they can control everything from your driverless car to your toaster to if your door opens, and John Rappaport was talking about, and in, in this particular, so this, inter- this, this is this is like the smart, smart, smart TVs, smart things like that, yeah. Yeah, they're smart TVs, but they're it's it's even worse. They they've developed chips according to this, uh, the microchips according to the um, YouTube video that you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, where the, if they happen to insert them into the person's body, and of course they would always. No one in their right mind would insert a microchip or anything really into their body unless it comes with propaganda and a lot of indoctrination. Say, a lot of people look at it and think, oh, my God, it's the next thing. It's awesome. I've seen them do this. And people are getting microchipped already. Yeah, they're getting microchipped. And, of course, they're using the same celebratory herd behavior. Like they use the herd psychology. So they'll, they'll take one moron at some, you know, at some company who's being microchipped and he can, you know, wave his, wave his wrist in front of the chip machine and the chip machine throws down the toxic chips for this poor slave who doesn't know what's going on. And, and so this is how the herd behavior is kind of cultivated. And then that's how they're going to sell it to you. But these chips can also make you fall asleep instantly they can control your arms and your limb, your legs, and they can actually send different microwave single signals at different frequencies so that your eyes don't work, so that your head won't turn, so that your legs can't run, so that you can't fight. So if you're sort of like a resistant or non-compliant, and they don't really know, the, the people who organize this, one of them, the apex predator, of course, is the royal family, um, they don't really know what they want you to do 10 years from now. They just know there's going to be something that they want you to do and they don't want you to resist. And if you, with these 5G transistors that are supposed to be on kind of every street light, it gives them the ability to sort of take full control of your house, your car, and even yourself if you're microchipped and make sure that your compliance is very in, uh, your non-compliance is very insignificant and they need these high very high intensity 5G transmitters um, on every second or third telephone post so that they can kind of get to you on a millisecond by millisecond basis, which is very different than a GPS tracker right now, which might have a five second gap. They can watch you on a millisecond to millisecond basis. Oh, he's going for the door. He's going to get out of his own house. And then your door locks because your security system and your door are part of the Internet of Things. It's a full 
it's a full control grid and they've rolled these out. There's a gentleman in your country called Mark Steele and he's given an interview with Richie Allen and he is a uh, microwave and electronics weapons expert from your your side of the fence and he says that they've tested the 5G uh, transmitters and kills bugs within three feet. They've put humans uh, up to sort of look at them. They get very nauseous immediately. There's a town in the UK where these 5G transmitters have been uh, put on the telephone posts and there's spontaneous abortions, there's nosebleeds, there's insomnia, oh there's dizziness, and, uh, you know, they're, sne they're sneaking it in. And what's even crazier uh, in this interview with Mark Steele, and of course you can see who's crazy and who's not, because when you interview these people, their credentials and the way they're explaining this makes perfect sense to anybody with one brain cell left on duty, is that these 5G's transmitters are illegal so they don't pass any requirement they're putting them up illegally but they're putting them on the telephone posts that are owned by the municipalities mm -hmm. so the sorry it's not the telephone posts; it's the street lights right. correction sorry street lights owned by the municipalities which means when and this is your typical pattern of rolling family control Oh, the lead gas made you sick. Sorry about that. The vaccines made you sick. Sorry about that. Uh, the thalidomide made you sick. That was the drug for the uh, morning sickness. That deformed your babies. The Agent Orange made you sick. Sorry about that. So when they finally figure out that these 5G networks are completely designed to be fatal, when the people of that community sue, they're going to co-sue the municipality. And you'll end up bankrupting your very own city or town that you live in, and therefore it will no longer operate. And that's that's where I think they're going to get you marching into what in, in North America is the Agenda 21 areas. Well, and I know this is quite quite frightening. So if you don't want to go that far down, understand these 5G transmitters are being proven to cause cancer, they cause nosebleeds, spontaneous abortions, they cause burns. And the people organizing this know this. And unfortunately, when you trace back the companies who have designed this and promoted this and protected this and paid everybody off and lubricated this kind of modern genocide that these 5G transmitters represent, we again trace it all back to the royal family and a shell company called Serco. Mm, Serco, yeah. Serco. I mean, I mean, it's nothing they don't do. Who's talking about 16, 16 um, million or billion a year they're getting? Like, it's this, this, this company, there's nothing there. How can a company, it's, 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 the, the link to this uh, it's YouTube video, I'm going to put it in the uh, in the copy if it's still up. Uh, but I don't think it's actually YouTube, it's actually on, uh, I'm trying to think what the website is. But, you know, he's talking about this and saying, like, any company worth their salt, they all focused on one area. This company has got its fingers and toes in everything, and it's just taken over. Uh, and I mean, you said there about I, I'm not scared to go into this, Jason. I'd much rather be be the person looking at looking at the the the, uh, the evil being or the, the whatever is coming at me face on, rather than having my head buried in the sand. You know, um, as you said, like they even mentioned, they want seventy to seventy five percent of the UK population gone 
within the year 2025. That's seven years. Yeah, and and this and if you the way it's going right now, no one could ever sort of imagine uh, reducing that the UK population by seventy five percent. And under the regular eugenic applications, the vaccines, the wireless internet on the phone, and various the medications and the fluoride, no, they can't do it. It won't reach you know the depopulation numbers they're aiming for and documented. By the way, they're not going to reach. But that's what's more uh, frightening about the 5G is because if you uh, research it, you can see this could be it. This could be the application because they're going to put one on every second or third or fourth light post. Uh, they're designed to they're designed to kill, and this is where the royal fam- the royal family wants to strike now. Because the ignorance and indoctrination have never been, and so this learned helplessness where a lady might even listen to you and I talk, and she could just look out her window, and she'll see them installing the 5G, and she doesn't know what to do. She absolutely just going to sit there and get fried. What What can you do then? Well, you know, if you're back in the West, you could blow it off the off the light post with a gun. That's why they took your gun away. These things aren't that big. If uh, in, in the U.S., I can imagine they're not going to go over very well with every citizen. I mean, there's 150 million gun owners in the U.S. The average American who owns a gun owns eight of them. And uh, this is being a general step-by-step. It's called the Fabianistic Approach. It Fabianistic approach means it happens so slow over time, you, you can never pinpoint exactly where they're driving you. Mm-hmm. And the people are awakening and they're, they're going to be more violent in the future than they are now. So the whole idea of Circo uh-huh. and this SES, you, you, there's a guy in Hawaii that, that actually took, uh, I don't know where he got the tank, but it was an old tank. And he literally ran the 5G tower down and he went to jail. So I'm saying, this is, a, this is the thing, you, you protect yourself and, and you go to jail. Or you don't and you, and you die. So it's right. sort of like... It, exactly. And this is why the people are very confused, they're very bewildered. And don't forget, they all did these kind of 18-year prison sentence that we call school. And the whole idea of school, the whole pattern of your schooling... And this was discussed by the most famous school teacher in the world, John Taylor Gatto, in his mm-hmm. book, Weapons of Mass Instruction. So they go back and they trace the education system back to Prussia, is that your full 18 years of indoctrination by the government is to instill in you that the government would never hurt you. So the lady sees the 5G getting uh, you know, installed on her light post she she's heard it's bad but then the conflictual uh, battle in the mind ensues where she's like well if this was bad someone would take care of it or i'll phone my government official someone call a lawyer but if you understand how the system works that you can't penetrate it mm. so it's yeah. really up to you well, this is it's the same with smart meters. Like they try and put everything in the paper, saying how how good smart meters are. And it's like the who, the who has said. Like the, even the World Health Organization 
uh, thing put them as a type 1 cartridge and that was like five years ago and people are still using it and think it's like get rid of the smart meter but the only way to get rid of this is to have no applications in your house that have any of these microchips um, but won't they just start producing won't they just start taking off the market anything that doesn't have a microchip in it this is the sort of thing they do you know they, 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 they make it almost impossible to live without having these things in your house Right, and that, that's why, and again, the Fabianistic approach, they've been working on this so long, that was one of their uh, ideas when they went to China, is to make things so of a low quality that even if you have a toaster right now that doesn't have a chip in it, your toaster you have now will break soon mm. because it's garbage, because it's junk, because it's uh, of inferior quality. It has uh, you know, a design in it where it's guaranteed to break. So like 30 years ago, you would buy one washer and dryer and you could probably skirt the system a bit. But they've designed everything out there right now to break on, say, five or seven year cycles. So eventually, yes, they will make sure that everything, your computer, your toaster, your fridge, your stove, absolutely everything is going to be have be part of the Internet of Things, which is controllable by the 5G network. Uh, on a millisecond by millisecond base they want to shut your air conditioning off they can they want to turn your heat on your house and like you know make you sweat till you come out the door where they can taser you they can do that your mind just if you know your enemy you know why they're doing this people don't understand that they're being hunted I do research 24 hours a day on who these people are and it's not hard to connect the dots regarding why they want this they're completely psychopathic. And it's just a point of, I mean, hopefully getting out to enough people so enough people understand. But the, the problem is it's on such, the, the, the scale of people that know compared to people that don't know. It's just like so minuscule. Um, it's hard to put, put this off. So, I mean, uh, what, what can we do with this? Well, what you can do is if you you got to get the word out and make sure people understand how dangerous the 5G network is simply for their, their health alone. They might not want to believe that uh, the government who, you know, hands out in Canada is legalizing the marijuana and sells us the liquor and uh, organizes our, our wall-to-wall hedonistic society. They might not want to believe that the government is controlled by some kind of shadow puppeteer, but at least they should understand that the 5G transmitters that are going to go on the telephone posts are proven to cause cancer. And I, I don't mean over a little bit of time. I mean over a very short amount of time. They're very powerful microwaves that cause people nosebleeds again, spontaneous abortions, skin burns, insomnia, mental deficiencies. And they really have to make sure these 5G's transmit transmitters go nowhere near their family or any of their communities because once everybody gets sick from again knowing the enemy know thy enemy once everybody's sick from the 5g trip well no they're gonna say it's a pandemic yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to say it's a mystery. So they use the same indoctrination and the same propaganda and the same corrupt government and media channels to say, you know, there's a there's a bug sweeping the area. It's not 5G. That's for the tinfoil hat wares. And, you know, you have to come to Walmart. Everybody line up to get their vaccine. We're going to take care of this. And then 
as 75% of the population falls by the wayside, they say no one can go back to these communities. We have a nice FEMA camp for everybody. Uh, you know, we got all the marijuana there you can smoke, all the antidepressants you can eat. We got all the cake. Who wants free cake, right? And all the slaves who are who are completely controlled by their emotional neuroscience based on chemical lobotomy will be like, oh, if they happen to make it, I mean, I can't imagine too many of them will make it. But at that point, a nice cup of caffeine, coffee, chocolate cake, a big joint, and, and some booze will drive the rest in and say, you know, this is where the next big party is. And uh, whoever's with us, please come. And then there goes the rest of them, right? What, what happens after that? Uh, we can check the history books. Once you get inside a camp, you're not coming out. I think I have to come over to you and get myself uh, arm, armed, I think, because, I mean, I, I've actually done, I actually interviewed Dr. Deborah Davis uh, about this. She's like the world leading authority on this, uh, one of them on wireless technologies, and she was talking about this and how bad this 5G actually is. I don't know if you, do you know Dr. Deborah Davis? Have you? Uh, no, but so many people are talking about it. Yeah. They've been doing a real good, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I was just saying, like, she's phenomenal, and she was saying about how they're, in London as well, they're putting this all, all across the sky, and uh, how powerful this is, and she was talking, honestly, like, if you even see these on your on your iPhone, if you've been looking at it, it even tells you how, um, how this shouldn't even be anywhere near your body, basically, it tells you on there, on the, in the small print, if you look into this, she was a certain way, she looked into it, and she told, told me how to do it, I never have this on me, it's always there, if it is on me ever, because I have to have it on me, it's on aeroplane mode, otherwise it's, it's away from me. Um, right. Um, uh, and like this is people, are, this is the funny thing, like, I'll say this to some of my friends, whatever, about it, and they're like, oh yeah, but I read this article in the Times saying how good 5G is, whatever, it's like, mate, open your ears to what I'm trying to say to you, you know, open your ears, like, what well, don't you understand? Um, it's just the only thing I can think of as well, is it moving out somewhere in the country, that that there's no there's no wires around uh, because it's just like it's just you just because otherwise oh. it feels like you're fighting it feels like as much as I'm going to do my thing and you're going to do your thing and I'm going to keep on putting out this information or whatever probably be on the hit list sometime down the line you know but um, <laughs> not big enough yet but you know what I mean and people like Paul Check and everyone else is going to keep out of saying this and luckily there is enough people it's just we, and it, the list is grand. As you say, Ike sells out arenas. I'm sure he'll get on the 5G trail soon and start talking. But it, it seems to be there needs to be a mass awakening of this. Yeah, because the, the the royals and and their you know their coterie, as Michael Desarian would call them, they they know their time is very short. And of course, if you're in the truth movement, you know that everybody's starting interviewing and there's blogs and videos and you know in 30 years that this uh, control grid will fall and if we you know reckon, that yeah. you reckon get yeah but that's why they're taking measures now right yeah, yeah because because their time is done unless they can really step this up and the 5g network is their step Stepping up, up. Yeah. this is this is what they're planning because um, you know, and I understand what you're saying, Ryan, is that your friends are sort of my a lot of people around me, too, are they're they're very reluctant to leave the slave camp. They're looking at you like you're crazy. They're, they're saying they used hey, to, but now, now they're more like I get they do. They're like 
they're like, and because of people you get and like you got a big following, like they understand and they do understand. Um, but sometimes they still think they understand so far, and then they're like, oh yeah, that's a bit too far. But as you say, they're scared to leave that. That's what they know. Why would you want to leave? Look, look, look at what Slave Master has done. Like say in Canada, the marijuana rolls out here, sold by the government. It rolls out this summer, so you can get as high as you want. And they sell the marijuana inside the government-run liquor stores. There's coffee every 200 meters. There's a coffee shop. You, there's more porn on the internet than you can handle. You'll erode your own hand as a man in this society. You have more sexual titillation than you could ever, that would choke a rhino. And uh, you, you, they actually kind of mainstreaming cheating on your spouse. I mean, oh, most right. people yeah, now, the, the corrupt media. So the average slave is like, hey, what's the matter with this place? This place is heaven for someone who's irresponsible, who doesn't really want any morality, who has, wants nothing to do with personal responsibility. The government pays people here to, to not work. Okay. So when you give up you, in this society, you get booze, you get coffee, you get weed, you get everything a slave could ever ask for. And then you and I come along and say, you know what, why don't you give up all that sedation, lobotomization and tranquilization, tranquilization and come over to reality and kind of help us fight, fight this Leviathan, this, uh, this dragon with 10 heads. They're like, you're crazy. I like I just like getting up in the morning, getting high on my coffee, uh, I like smoking a big fatty. I like watching Netflix at night. I want absolutely nothing to do with my own destiny. And this is a huge problem because what do you do? Right. Like what, what do you do when the plan to enslave the masses through chemical pleasure is so effective that you could really walk up to and and you know take your Colt 45 and put it to their temple and pull the trigger while they're watching Netflix they don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't care as long as they got the big J hanging out of their mouth and they got the beer in their hand and they're watching their Netflix the, you know what if nice. a nuclear if the mushroom clown raised in you know in the background they might not even take their their eyes off the TV screen. Mm, mm. I mean, this is uh, yeah. this is what we're up against. Yeah, mate, massive. I mean, because talking about that, talking about the the, the cannabis, etc. I mean, a lot of the natural health world they talk about cannabis being very healing and helping with seizures. And I've seen it myself helping with seizures and lots of it being anti-cancer. You're, I know you're not a, a, a very big proponent of that. Um, uh, what about? I mean, have you looked into things like? Um, ashwagandha and dmt have you experimented with any, anything like that i haven't taken dmt but i've taken lsd and I, I do i am a proponent of uh marijuana as medicine okay i'm not a proponent of marijuana as a, an escapism from a society that needs lots of gardening yeah, yeah. you know if someone comes home and their life sucks uh, I, it doesn't matter if it's uh, you know blowing back into an illusion with marijuana or cocaine or uh, alcohol or even ice cream. I, it, it, to me, it's sort of in the same category. If your life isn't what you wanted and it's so depressing that you have to pull back from it, it's best to garden that, garden the weeds. 
instead of, you know, kind of escaping. Um, I, I've done LSD. I've done magic mushrooms. I talk about this a lot. I've done a lot of drugs in my lifetime. I don't do any now, of but, but course. Have you, have you done, but I'm saying, have you, is in ashwagandha and DMT, a lot of people in, even like in that natural health world, or they talk about doing it in shamanic journeys, etc. Um, you, you did it when you were in your previous life. You haven't done anything now. You're healthy. You haven't right. gone. You haven't done anything out of a shaman at all. Not not. Do you mean ayahuasca? Uh, sorry, ayahuasca. Sorry, yeah, ayahuasca. not ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. What, Wally? <laughs> sorry, Ash, ashwagandha. I'm thinking no, ashwagandha. Yeah, ayahuasca. Yeah, sorry, yeah, my fault. Ayahuasca. Uh, to me, I tell people uh, do whatever, do whatever you want, right? I, personally, uh, I don't think I'm mentally stable enough to take a DMT ashwagandha um, uh, ayahuasca t- trip. I'm certainly not mentally stable enough. Uh, I think I had a lot of damage in my uh, traumatic childhood where my fear-based uh, wiring is always close to being tripped. So I have to be very careful uh, what I see through the mind's eye. Right. So for me, I, it wouldn't, I don't think it would benefit me, but it doesn't mean it wouldn't benefit someone else. When I used to do LSD as a kid, I used to love it, but... I didn't have any uh, sort of responsibility. I didn't have to get up in the morning. I didn't have to make a lot of money. I didn't have to support myself. And, uh, you know, the world was burning around me and I just wanted to indulge, you know, get the self-gratification going. So um, that's why I don't do any of that stuff now because there's there's some good work to be done. Yeah. No, I, I just didn't know. I was just wondering from a, from a sort of health standpoint if there were any negatives that you saw to it, sort of like um, when you when you were mentioning uh, coffee, because a lot of people drink coffee every morning, right? And they think it's good for them. And even health posts come out and say how good it is for you. But, you know, coffee for me is, is not good for you at all. It's it's uh, something that, I mean, it's a central, central nervous system stimulant. It robs the body of nutrients. It pushes you in your in your um, reptilian brain. I mean, you know, uh, you quote a lot of the time uh, a book called the Caffeine Caffeine Blues. Is it? Um, yeah, the, yeah. There's a book by Dr. Stephen Cherninsky, mm-hmm. and uh, he he goes over. It's called Caffeine Blues, and uh, any sort of media propaganda you see that caffeine's good for lifespan or blood sugar or parkinson's or liver function or bowel movements i mean that's how your body gets rid of poison but any he traced every single caffeine or coffee study ever published in that book and found they were all funded by the coffee lobby and if you uh, if you're in the vaccination movement of course you find you know, most of the vaccine science that's published is fake and cherry picked and falsified and fraudulent. We understand there's fraudulent studies in medicine, but why so many fraudulent studies with coffee? The average person has no idea why they would go to such lengths to falsify data on coffee being good. But if you read Caffeine Blues by Dr. Stephen Cherninsky, you'll find out why they're they're faking the science on coffee. 
caffeine activates the darkest and dumbest and most immoral and most unethical and even psychopathic part of the brainstem called the reptilian brain and it activates it like this and it activates it in 24 hour cycles with its full effect not being withdrawn from the metabolism for three whole weeks from one cup of coffee so when you want people if you're in the business of ruling people that low IQ part of the brain works really good for helping you steal from them, helping you manipulate them. And it's a self-centered part of the brain. It's a part of the brain that's a me, me, me all day, every day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you see a guy on the road is suffering because it, it has psychopathic tendencies, this part of the brain where psycho, the main characteristic of psychopathy is a lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't yeah. empathy for anyone. Yeah, that's they said that's why they don't they don't. Ike talks about a lot. He talks about how they they don't feel what we feel. They don't they don't understand. But with the co what you just said there as well, it's the the puppies as you said, um, coffee. You they people use coffee for their their morning first morning um, movement bowel movement. You know, and you said well, the reason that is is because the body wants to get rid of poison. It's the same reason why tea and caffeine is a diuretic, right? Because the body's trying to get use all the liquid it can to push this nutrient out of it because it doesn't want it in. Correct. Cor correct. Yeah. And you can see the British family with the tea and their kind of normalization of the tea in the UK. Sorry, I hope you're not drinking caffeine tea there. No, <laughs> no, no. This is a, uh, this is a, a Power Darko and a um, fresh mint tea. It's a, uh, yeah, Power Darko, you know, immune boosting, uh, gut healing, antiparasitic, antifungal, um, uh, antibacterial, antimicrobial, and there's peppermint, just the gut. Yeah, I don't. Unbleached of all my water that has been through my uh, whole house filtration system. Um, yeah, we're not. I don't drink normal tea. <laughs> ever. It's perfect. Yeah. And if you go back again, you know, to go over the royal family again. This is what they're famous for: is scouring the world for these kind of lobotomizing and tranquilizing substances. This is how they took over China in the late 1700s. They discovered opium. And they just flooded China with the opium to the actual chi the, the legitimate Chinese government said, we'll sign anything, just stop smuggling the opium in. It's called the Opium Wars, the British opi China Opium Wars. And that's how they took over China. And so the average person who did the 18-year indoctrination prison sentence called school thinks China is different than the UK. But of course, who owned Hong Kong? For oh, all those years, yeah, this right? is something they talked about in that video. Is that they talk about? I mean, I think I even saw it. I think I post someone else posted. Maybe you posted it, which was how they were saying. I think it was like Japan or China where they were testing it out. Um, what was it? What was the video? And it made it was like making sure everyone was doing exactly the same thing. Can't remember what it is. Is it Japan or China? What do they test? What they test on one country first to see if it would work in America and England. I can't remember what what it is. Um, that these even yesterday on, the, on that video, he was saying that he can't believe. That he said the people after the, the War of Independence, that most Americans thought that that obviously they'd won the the war with the, with the British, and, and he, he was saying maybe on paper, but the lawyers and everyone else stayed, and they have been. Uh, infiltrating the U.S. and the U.S. economy and the U.S. governments for years, and um, yeah. and, that's and they're f and they're famous for using the drugs in the U.S. because this is you know if it ain't broke don't fix it and everything old is new again. So this is when they sent the cocaine in from Colombia 
to to and crack into the African American communities to to disempower them and to de- destabilize them. And in the 1960s, during the peace movement in the U.S., they sent in the LSD. Even in Woodstock, it was shown that the entire organization of that event to who hired them and who hired the police and how many porta potties, you know, portable toilets were allowed on and who sold the LSD and who actually made the LSD was all orchestrated by the CIA. And that's documented in a book called, oh... I'll think of it before it's out, okay? Um, the Tavistock Institute, that's that's the book. The Tavistock Institute is a psychological manipulation epicenter, which is in London, England, I believe. Uh, mate, this is, um, well, this is like, I've seen many, many different research a lot, and they're saying, when people say, oh, the government's against drugs, it's like, who do you think brings these drugs into the country? Who do you think allows them to pass on a... A scale that's obscene. It's like you, if they didn't want these things here, they wouldn't be here. Um, for example, like they're talking about how SAS, SBS, or Marines or whatever it is have given these boats that are full of drugs up to the rafters, giving them um, like toes in or secure it, making sure that they're, they're fine. Like, who do you think brings these drugs into? So I mean, it's, it's a whole black market. It's, it's all because they want people to say just to be drugged up they have to go and work for the money just to buy the drugs it goes round and round and round and the problem the problem is with it it's it's trying to get people to see that but but as you say most people because they're in the job they hate it's their escape so they use it to get away from the things they don't like and you know as i said to someone the other day look if if, if, we talk about having your own business jason for example uh, 80 percent of businesses uh, fell in the first two years, you know. Um, so if you if you're you've got to be slightly unhinged to even go into a business for yourself, which is what we are. So we'll, we'll take that on the chin, uh, unhinged. But also to to have, create your own business and to go against everything the mainstream stands for, you've got to be even more unhinged. Uh, and, and if you're successful in it, then obviously you're doing something right. But I mean, this is something that people don't understand. But you know, I mean. I wouldn't have it any other way. I, I think it's, it's so as you say, you know, I think you said many times before, it takes, it's very easy to stay in the herd um, and just to keep on part, towing the party line. But it takes bullshit, uh, bullshit, so it takes strength to to call out the bullshit and to stand up for yourself and to, and to, and to keep on doing that. Um, especially because, you know, in the early years, I've been doing this a long time now, so have you, but, you know, people would challenge you, and especially your close friends, family, it can be quite, mentally, you, you come back here and everyone's laughing at you because you're saying stuff, surely but surely that changes and all of a sudden they're asking you for advice, but, you know, it takes a while, but not just that, you know, you, you put videos up on the internet and you put yourself up for absolute annihilation by most of the people, I mean, people, and Paul Chase has been doing it for years as well, and lots of people that have been doing it now, uh, um, and you put yourself up for annihilation. And it's funny because the things that you said, you said nine years ago, people suddenly finally answer, oh my God, you said that. It's like, yeah, I said that, said that almost a decade ago, but no worries. But it's like, you have got to have um, a strong personality. You've also got to stand by your beliefs. But I always said like the man who will fall for anything stands for nothing. Uh, and it's one thing you can say, you know, if you're with convictions. And uh, something that Jordan Peterson says quite a lot, you just got to speak the truth. 
like it's one of the best things you can do. You can sit there and you instead you can go along and you can tie the party line and you can not say what you stand for. And at the end, what are you? You're this you're this gerbil of a man, you know. If you stand up and say your thing, at least you stood for something. At least you had the conviction to do it. And you know, if you go out and do the research in it, the problem with this though, a lot of the time I find Jason is because we've been in this world for a while. We know where to look. We know a lot of the websites. We've also got a little community where if you see something, you might share it with me. If I see something, I might share it with you and if other people that are on there. Um, and we know where to look. A lot of the people, when you, they say they try and look something up, they'll just go to the websites that the algorithms want them to go to, right? And they go, but right. I couldn't find it. Whereas, whereas we know what the sites to look into. So even for the people new to this, they have to sort of find someone like myself or yourself or someone else to, to listen to because otherwise... He said these. Maybe you think you even said that one of the stations that was promoting lots of truth again got taken down yesterday on YouTube, yeah. right? So a lot of people that get new into this, they don't even know where to look because, well, even if they try to look for it, they can't find it unless they speak to someone who's in the know. Well, they they really have to start using Google better. The algorithms will give. Uh, the you know the lies first. So the whole the whole structure is the lies are not only monetized, they're energized. Uh, so when you Google say statin drugs, which is the drug that lowers cholesterol, you're going to get all the propaganda and indoctrination and all the lies as the tops the top hits of that search. But it's simple. You just put in statin dangers. Mm or cholesterol drugs dangerous or ineffective or fatal and you're going to get start getting the hits that you want or you could just put in the vaccines killed child or vaccine didn't work or or disease outbreak in vaccinated population you just got to kind of still put the right words in if you just put vaccination safe and effective try put you're obviously going to yeah, get all the propaganda you go to the NHS website, for example. Yeah, I'll give you a tsunami of lies and everybody that's paid about the, to be liars are going to be in your face. But put vaccines aren't safe and effective and oh. see what you get. Mate, that's, or, uh, right. Or medical doctors talk against vaccines or warn against vaccines and you're going to start getting the information. That per- and people have to understand, why is this information purposely hidden from you? If it's a free society and everybody's allowed to talk, why are the YouTube channels trying to give you this information being shut down? And why, why is everything being so censored? Why? Because why? You, you, they don't think you can think on your own or you're not allowed to think on your own? Or why is this information dangerous? It's, it's dangerous because this is how they're controlling you. Vaccinations are proven to give brain damage. Coffee's proven to give brain damage. The 5G network's proven to ca- cause People brain damage. People still believe it doesn't. It, it's like, oh my, it's like crazy. It's, it's amazing because they've got so much science over there, or science, tobacco science, telling people that they're putting out research. I'm like, who, if you can't even click on it and tell me who funded the study, and then it comes up with General Mills or, I don't know, Glad for a client, and then you're saying to me it's, it's valid. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just crack. I'm just sitting there going like hitting my head against a brick wall. I just don't understand people. Well, there's there's more to it than that. Most people today, as David Ike calls it, the no hassle zone. Mm. So well, if sure, you yeah. com- if you comply, not only the, most people don't research because the way the system is structured, 
most people want to simply do what the TV and the government tells them, because as soon as you do, you get this big gold door open called the no hassle zone where you can walk unharassed through the corrupt pyramid. There's jackals around, there's tigers, and but you're safe. And it's a real scary world. But if you do what you're told, you vaccine poison your kids, you go have a couple of beers down at the pub, you don't talk too much truth, keep, keep the conversations light and silly, always be the joker, everything's really funny. And if you can do that and not offend anybody, this is your safest sort of area and never achieve too much either, right? Because there's a lot of safety in the mediocrity. So not only is there a lot of safety gifted to people who obey without question or resistance, there, you know, there's a lot of safety in the herd of mediocrity. So a lot of people are simply afraid to do what's different than the herd. And they're afraid to rise up because I told you before, it's a whack-a-mole society, like a whack-a-mole game. You dare stick your head up. You want to make double the money. Oh, you know, you're, you're going to be attacked because you're outside the herd or you don't want to vaccinate. You're outside the herd. You want to speak against uh, the medical system. You're outside the herd. And there's so many other people, Ryan, that are getting monetized to lie. The nurse who's vaccinating kids. Think about all the motivations, oh. the psychological stroking. I've had them walk out of my seminars. You put, I don't know if you have. Oh, yeah, most of them sit through because they know. I've had one uh, or two, yeah. Yeah, the, some of them will get up. The, you know, it's, it's kind of how you present it. But the nurse not only has the job injecting the poison into the children, think about the psychological re, the rearranging that she would have to do when she realizes she's been injecting vaccine poisons into children based on fake signs because the royal family's trying to kill them. Who wants to do this type of work? And who wants to go against the crowd? And who wants to invest that sort of energy into fighting the lie when the lie, like I said, the lies really, the lies got the five star penthouse. If you live the lie, you get a longer vacation, you get a nicer looking husband, a nicer looking wife, you get the Mercedes instead of the, uh, you know, whatever car you got over there. The lie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a bigger Mercedes <laughs> and a nicer house and a, a better borough in London, right? You get to live with the elite. And people are looking at the truth, and this is how it's set up. If you look over at the truth, there is no monetization, and then you get the smaller house, you get you get the smaller car, your vacation is shorter, and uh, the government's more apt to kick your door down and uh, hold you in contempt. Well, that's the, and that's this the is, bit, yeah. And everybody's so scared, like that nurse who's injecting toxins into children, and that's why they get us to do these things you know, early on, they want us injecting kids. If I was a nurse or a doctor, they want me injecting children with documented toxins and calling them vaccines for, for 20 years, because the longer I do it, the more I have to bullshit myself to keep my own personal sanity alive and think and still think that I'm a moral human being. And it's just easier to, to live out the lie. And that's how dangerous our system is, is that it's so lie-based 
and you get so much stroking and positive reinforcement inside the no hassle zone that the person who wants nothing to do with reality or truth will always just fall right back into that clouded pillow and they'll just, whoa, I love it. They're high as a kite on the line. High as a kite. It's a... It's, it will thank God for people that are getting that send the truth so they can actually open their mind. But it's, it's something that it's actually really impressive that they've managed to invert every single thing so people think that the truth is, is, is not the truth, you know. They've done well. I mean, it's credit where credit's due. They've, uh, they've, they're very good at what they do, you know, inverting everything. I mean, it's really looking at religion. Like Michael Tazarin, as you say, and I might go into it, and they literally look at how it's just been completely bamboozled, and you look at how the monarchy over here and, and the queen's head of everything, really. And, and this is a thing that they're talking about. And you're talking about people are so scared because people, they got laws, civil law and common law, right? Do you, know, do you probably know quite a lot about this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's to be checked. Like, people are scared because... I mean, there's laws over here. I mean, let's be honest. If I decide someone does something to me, if someone, right, law of the jungle, someone, some man rapes my child, I haven't got a kid or whatever, but some man rapes my child, right, law of the jungle, you go out and you kill him. Yeah, just say. My book, unless he's, I mean, that's just law of the jungle, that is like eye for an eye, that's fine, whatever, I don't care. Um, I'll put it out there. Some of you do something like that to a family, I think, whatever. But you do that in this society, you get tried for murder, etc., a jury of your peers, whatever. But even then, it's like, who are you to put me in jail? You know, in terms of like, you know, you have society, you want to have laws, etc. That's quite a, that's quite an extreme, that's quite a strange thing up there. But it's in like, I mean, some of these laws that I don't, you don't pay your taxes, or you're putting me in jail, so I have to live my life in jail, I don't pay my taxes. What, according to you? But who you made the laws? It's common laws and civil law. They don't even. They don't even. I mean, I, I, I don't remember who is it? There's some, there's some guy there. It's like paying your taxes. If you actually, it's actually law saying if you don't actually agree with anything your taxes is going for, you don't actually have to pay it. But you try not paying it, and they'll kick down your door and they'll stick you in jail. And you fight. So I was talking to Terry about this, like having your birth certificate straight away. It gives gives your 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 the uh, the state right over your kid if you don't do certain things if you take them to the hospital. And it's just like, uh, people don't actually understand this, the difference between civil law and common law. But even if you do understand it, they've really sort of got you hooked like in the sinker anyway. You can't really do much against it, right? Well, most people are, are simply afraid to do anything other than the consensus. So if they were alive uh, 800 years ago, they would have said the earth is flat. I mean, I don't want to get the flat earthers going right now, but... Uh, you know, that 800 years ago, this was the government position and it was the church position that, you know, the earth was flat. And if you went off too far, you'd fall off the edge. And then, the you know, the average person who's scared says the earth is flat and they fight vigorously for it down at the pub and they debate it. And then all of a sudden, when uh, the government and church changed their position and said the earth is round, the average person who's scared to do say or behave in any other way other than the consensus will fight vigorously down at the pub that the earth is round and simply because that's the safe position because that's the endorsed position most people today are literally so scared they're traumatized they don't understand they're traumatized on purpose they're traumatized from the very first day they arrive on this planet circumcision for men ultrasounds uh, c-sections 
all these sort of things are designed to inflict PTSD on the fetus. And then you get this fearful baby that grows into a fearful adult who's more compliant, more slave-like, more reflexively obedient to authority. And our human farmers know this from the get-go. And as for, as for the law, I agree that if someone, if we were all to vote, I mean, we get to vote only for the people who rule us without our participation. Mm. That's inverted. People say that's freedom. We could literally vote on all the laws, and there's a reason they don't do that. Mm. We could use our computers to vote yes or no on any law that they would pass, but they give us these talking heads um, that have no control of anything that is done to us. We don't participate in any of the laws that govern us. And people think that's freedom. And the only reason you would ever, everything's circular, right? Every one of the things we're talking about goes in a circle. The only way you would ever be moronic enough to think that voting for people who don't represent you is freedom, you'd have to do that 18-year prison sentence called school which is proven to do where, you know, you're going to think black is white, up is down, red is blue and left is right. You're going to think that and you're insane for thinking that, but you think you're sane because the guy next to you is just as insane. Right. And it's very simple. If, if you and I say the same thing to each other, we think we're sane. So two guys meet at the polling booth and one votes for the green guy who doesn't represent you and one guy votes for the red guy who doesn't represent you. And you both think you're sane and you're both completely happy that you're doing your part in the society and you go home uh, to lobotomize yourself for various chemicals and go, go headlong into that job, back to that job you don't enjoy anyway. This is, you know, this thing's got to have to break at some time. And again, we're back full circle to where our human farmers, unfortunately led by the royal families, are really hitting the accelerator before too many people can't stand this system anymore. Because well, it's going to break somewhere. Yeah, I was just thinking, just just out there, you know, like what would happen anyway if we took the system down? Just say we took the system down, yeah. What would happen? Because ultimately. Surely, I mean, people wouldn't all live on the same, I mean, on the same, um, would it be the same but without paying taxes? And who would, I mean, would, we'd have to, I suppose, create votes for who would govern or what laws we'd have in the, in the situation? Or would we have anarchy? I mean, what would happen? Um, I mean, I'm sure if it wasn't the royal family, there'd be some other little group that tried to, to infiltrate everything. I mean, do you know, do you, know, do you get what I'm coming at? Like, we'd have to probably yeah, start all I, over again from, from the beginning. I think it would scare a lot of people to dismantle the system. I think the very first thing people would be doing, like if we had doctors and nurses and police officers and all these government employees and teachers, I would tell them if, you know, if it, the, the most logical thing to do would tell the doctor that they would still get the $250,000 per year salary, but, and they would not have to come to work to get that salary if everybody was healthy. Yes. So a, nur a nurse who makes $70,000 a year or a doctor that makes 200000 is that they can either go to work and be completely swamped or the government, if it was altruistic and moral and ethical, would say, look, I don't want to take away your money. 
to upset the system. Maybe I'll do that three generations from now where we're going to phase you people out. But right now you're a doctor. You're used to a certain lifestyle. I'm going to still pay you the 200000 and I'll even pay you to play golf. I'll pay you the 200000 when you're on vacation, but no one can be sick. And as soon as you would tell all the employees that, that they would actually get paid to accomplish their mandates, how quick would the pop and chip machines come out of the hospital? Right. How quick would nutrition enter the hospital kitchen? How quick would the uh, Canadian Food Guide or USDA Food Pyramid or the UK equivalent be scrapped for holistic eating? How quick would the gardens go up? How many garden uh, programs would open up? Because if you can make people healthy and no one comes in the hospital, everybody that works there gets paid. Mm, mate, this is like, as you said before, so instead of paying people, uh, for to example, kill people. Yeah, I, well, I had Dr. Sean Baker on the other day and he was saying, you know, it's the same anyway. Like, for surgeons, for example, they get paid more the more surgeries they do. So if you go to have a problem to a surgeon, of course he's going to say you need surgery because if you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail and he gets paid more. Same as anything, like the, the chemotherapy doctors, they get paid more the more chemotherapy they prescribe and the vaccines. Rather than how about you get paid more the less people you see because you're, all your patients are, are well. And that's, uh, that, that's, that's the, the funny thing is and this. Yeah, go on. Go on. And that's what, I mean, that's why you need control. If you're going to get... But who would false, do this? What, what government would do this? You'd have to have some good people involved. You, you, well, number one, you start having a list of characteristics of people that can be your leaders and your leaders only. They can't be part of the Bilderberg Group. They can't have ties to the uh, Council on Foreign Relations. They can't be a Freemason. They can't be. They can't be part of the Skull and Bones. They can't be part of any fraternity or group. They can't be part of the UN. They can't be part of anything. So you list it and you get ready for war because at that point you that have to take war, over. Yeah. Yeah, you get to take. You have to take over the the printing. If you want to dismantle the system, you literally have to cordon off your country and say, "In this country, I'm going to print my own money, and I'm going to give the doctor my money, the two hundred thousand. I'm going to print the money for the nurse who gets paid to stay at home with their kids because no one's in the hospital. Okay." I'm going to pay the ambulance driver to stay home. I'm going to pay the paramedic driver. I'm going to pay everybody. I'm going to pay the police to be on the golf course as long as there's no crime going on. But, yeah, anyone who tries to do this, um, was it Gaddafi with the gold? Like he tries to try and bring gold back and they got rid of him. This is like people don't know this. It's It just seems that they will fight yeah. too. And that you will be war. It will be a revolt. It will be a civil war or world war. They'll, they'll set up some, but as long as the public knows that the royal family will, will use their, their media and their corporate and business ties to put, you know, they'll say, like, if we did it in Canada, they'd say we're a haven for pedophiles and we have to go in and stop everybody. People have to know what's coming. The lies are going to come, the propaganda and all the attack. And, it's better to get this out in the open to start with. They're controlling the money. And that's why a doctor gets $250,000 to poison kids because that's their system because it's an anti-life system. Well, all, they're, yeah. part, they're part of an ancient religion that's more sacrificial. It hates life, despises anything that's alive. 
So you have to kind of set up the opposite structure to to garnish and revere and protect life. And you have to make sure you print them. You have your own monetary supply to enact your vision of what's going to be that utopia. Okay, where everybody is healthy to start. And then, of course, the brain power of that that country or that area is so elevated that we'll invent whatever needs to be invented because the prefrontal cortex, which is up here in the brain, which which where morality lives and ethics lives and our highest IQ lives, you can't get there when you're sick. It's proven. And that's why they make us sick. And that's why there's a war on health to keep us down in a part of the brain by the ear because that part of the brain is hedonistic and you know it's it's a it's a fight it's fight flight uh flight fucking yeah. fornicate right it's just it's just the the, the basic survival it, instincts that keep right. us alive and you see so many people stuck in that because they're lobotomized because the royal family has scoured the earth looked for the coffee bean look for the hashish look for the opium and of course they're doing it again with the opiates they they're, went to Afghanistan under false pretenses. They planned 9-11. They're going over to get the opiates in Afghanistan. And then they just ram them back into the U.S. to destroy that country. They hate the U.S. They've been trying to destroy the U.S. since the U.S. decided to try to succeed from the U.K. Union. Mm. And, and they, they said, OK, we're going to bring back the, the we're going to bring back the army back to Britain. But we're going to send in the new stealth and very covert attack through the politicians, through the lawyers and through the laws to destroy the United States. And that's what you have today. The U.S. is crumbling faster than a sandcastle on a stormy beach. No, yeah, the U.S. I mean, it's funny as well with the government, you know, like all these jobs that we have now, for example, like what I do, what you do, um, I mean, most people, like, you, all the jobs that are still there, all the ones that are government-based, right, the police, the fire, the ambulance, the hospitals, the teachers, they're all still there, whereas in, like, I don't know, it's the jobs back in the day, it just seems that a lot of them have disappeared, except for the ones that are run by, by the government. It's just, yeah. it's just because, yeah, it's all part of the plan, right? Yeah, it's all part of the plan, you know, they'll give you the fake choices, so you go to high school, you finish your last year of high school and you know you have uh, 15 job pathways you can go you can poison the kids over here you can be a wheelchair maker for the crippled children you can build wheelchair ramps at the at the high school you can be a teacher that works with the mentally disabled children you can be the fluoride injector at the municipal water plant you can be the paramedic that rushes to to you know pick up the dead baby after the vaccination. It's the only jobs you have are inside the lie. Enjoy your freedom of choice. May the odds be ever in your favor. Mm. You know, that, that that's exactly what it's like. You can pick, you can be anything you want. You just can't be moral. You can be anything you want. You just can't be free. Mm. You yes. got to work inside the lie. You got to turn a blind eye to it. It's unbelievable how people are not picking any of this up, that all their jobs revolve around sick people and all the advertising is that these people are sick by accident or invisible viruses, you know, not the concrete visible fluoride or the documented poisons and vaccines or the documented, 
you know, toxic effects of medications? How can people not be picking any of this up? Well, obviously we know how. They're sort of lobotomized. It's not their fault. They're heavily sedated and tranquilized. But th there's a point where we, you know, we got to shit or get off the pot here. Um, Jason, and, for example, my parents, for example, they're because of me, like they're, they're, they've broken away, but they still, at the time, they still, oh, the doctor said, oh, and I'm like, and they look at me like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, because they they were brought up to believe a doctor and believe every, every believe authority, and this they um, they sent me to private school, they did what they thought was best, etc. I've had to unlearn all that, but like you, and even when you're there, you meet a certain type of person, but they you know, they and they didn't know. Only for me getting ill have I come into this and I've understood it and it's like the rabbit hole you go down. But you say, you say most people have been lobotomized and for a young age they've just been taught like this is what you do. And, and so it's, it's so hard because for most people, unless they get ill, unless they're into this, luckily there is, I think it's what, six or seven degrees of separation, right? So everyone knows everyone between seven people in the world, for example. So you've got 140 or 200,000 followers in your page. If they share that and they share that and they share that, you can get the message out. You just got to make. You just got to get people to understand. And it's easy getting clickbait or just to get a little message. But people need to understand the deep issues here. And like, it's funny because you go into organic food, and it's something that Paul, Paul checks it. That like why did he start studying all this? It's like because we first of all we start off, well, why am I ill? And then you look at the body, and then you realise well the body works better with the food, and you go okay, so what what food is best? And you look into organic food or pesticides, and then you're like okay, organic food is best, but why is that? And you look into the light of that, and you look into pesticides and what's going on there. Then who controls the pesticides? Who's, who's behind that company? Why would they do that to the to the soil? Then you look at who's running those those companies, and then you know what else they're into, and it goes da 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 da, and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper, and all of a sudden you're down the rabbit hole, and you're like where the hell has this come from? Uh, and you start to understand it. And it is, it can be a lot to take in all at once for someone, but the more you explain it and you tell them, and you don't understand. Because there's, I've been doing this a long time, there's still lots of things like listen to that video yesterday where they're talking about different companies that are part of this. I've never listened to Michael Desarian speak, I've listened to his videos a couple of times really because you know, there's so much information in there. And he's been doing what he's been doing a long time. It's probably like somebody who comes into one of our videos for the first time that has to, has to actually take their time to listen to it um, more than once. But it, it's this is the stuff people need to be learning. It's all it's all the same. I tell people, you know, if you describe the rabbit hole trip, they're going to think it's a really long journey. But you don't have to go down more than three rabbit holes to understand. Mm. It's all the same pattern. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if you do fluoride or vaccines or the Prussian-based yeah. school system. It doesn't matter if you do the taxes. It doesn't matter if you do the Teflon or the leaded the leaded paint or the leaded gasoline or the mercurochrome or the, Fragrances, you know, the yeah. all, all DDT. It doesn't or the Fitbits or the cell phones or the 5G. They're all the same. There's this one group who seems to not like humans too much. And I tell people there's various reasons for that. You don't have to know. If someone's punching you in the face and planning your demise, you don't have to really know their motivation. You just have to protect yourself. Yeah. And, and they print money and they've traveled all around the world and set up their banks everywhere so they can control everybody. There's lots of stuff hidden from the public. And they use the media and government channels to 
indoctrinate the public with various forms of propaganda to get moving this kind of voluntary holocaust where before the same royal families would be like, okay, we're going to set up like an Auschwitz situation. We're going to have the railway cars roll in. We'll need people on the guard towers. We're going to do really bad things in there. And, and then everything evolves, even evil. So during these evil meetings, some smart ass in, in one of these evil groups, what they call them think tanks, said, I got one better for you. Let's not make it a camp. Let's not make the walls. There are no guard towers. There's no barbed wire. You know, but we're still going to do bad stuff. And I'm going to show you how I can get the people walking in and killing themselves. Everybody else at the table are like, what are you talking about? And the guys like I got the psychology from Freud and Edward Bernays and uh, B.F. Skinner. These are the psychologists that prove to these evil groups that you could set up a vaccine clinic where there's documented poisons in the needles and people will wait in line and demand that their kid be poisoned and fight you when you try to stop them. And when the guy in that group drew all this out they said wow wow what can we do with this type technology what do we need to implement this well we need the media that's it and we need corrupt government channels to kind of give a, a blanket authority over all these kind of eugenic operations and all the people will simply there's no railway cars you don't have to round anybody up and make this kind of stealth euthanasia you don't have to make it so obvious you just set up these clinics and hospitals all around and you tell them that the poison will save them and the guy looked over the table and said you got to be shitting me who's going to believe that and they they literally believe that and that's what's going on right now so i don't care what rabbit hole you go down no matter what way they're killing you you're killing yourself. They yeah. have nothing to do with it yeah. other than the 5G, I guess, where they're really going to come at us hard yeah. here because they're coming at us. But every other modality right now other than, say, chemtrails where we don't have control of that and the 5G network and some of the other microwave technologies, most of the stuff, you're killing yourself. And you're killing yourself for the same reason. You're vaccine poisoning yourself for the same reason you're using the Teflon pen because you and that's completely toxic and causes cancer because you think there's a benefit for you because they're lying to you and you don't know how to identify the lie because you've been partying too much because mm. you've been watching TV too long because <laughs> mm, yeah. you're not paying attention because they made the slave camp more like an orgy. Yeah. You know, it's like well, a yeah, they, have, they, have, they have with that. Yeah, I mean, it's just porn everywhere. I mean, I mean, no, I just it. mean like coffee yeah. and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, that's just like that. Yeah. That's just like well, if you look at all these, like you say, like you look at all the TV and if you look at programs, it's like strippers and booze, and it's all like glorified, right? And nighttime. I was looking at it is, I was like, you talk, talk about the countries and talk about what, what the countries they go after. There's only three countries in the world that haven't got a Rothschild bank, right? So uh, these are, and like Iran being one, Cuba and, and North Korea. I mean, Iran's, what, this is, well, I think in 2011, 2000, the year 2000, there was 11 countries, and they've all tumbled. Um, and, it, and people just have to follow the money as well. And you just, you just, 
you'll find out a lot by following the money and where the money goes and, and, and seeing, yeah. And what's even more odd is the countries you mentioned, they've already control. Yeah. And and the illusion is they're going to give you the, you know, the conspiracy theory that it's about a bank. They just want all the strong men to fight each other. Yeah, yeah, they go, they go to war to try and kill each other, yeah. Yes, yeah, and this is what they've always done. So these royal families also meet and they're like, anytime – there's been a historical interruption of their agenda, which is a very long thousands and thousands of year old agenda. Anytime they've had problems, it's with strong men, the David and Goliath sort of situation. They've always had problems with big dudes, big, strong, strapping, real big men. And that's one of the biggest things they fear is the strong male. So they've organized, like Canada's run by the same royal coterie as the US and the UK and France, and everybody thinks it's different. None of them are different. So what they do is they sit and organize different false flag events to get this guy really pissed at this guy. And then this guy sends all his strongest males to this guy. Like they already control Syria. All that fighting. You're sitting there going, this is so bullshit. It's just they just they they're going to fund both sides, which of course they know, and people are like flabbergasted but that they so fund right, both if sides. You read, if you read the paper and listen to the news, you 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 there's, there's no reason why you wouldn't be pissed off. It's like, for example, Jason, they have got you've got one TV in your house. Out of all the news that's going on in the world, they just pick the things that they cherry pick the things that they want to put on your TV as as project television. You know, tell a vision or tell. A lie or a tell a lie. Yeah, lie. Tell live vision. Tell live vision. Yeah, or yeah. tell a vision. They can tell you a vision that they want. Make believe. You know, and they can make believe shit, and they can start getting. As you said, this guy pissed off at that guy. And they do it. If you, my dad, my dad used to do it. He used to get up, read the paper, and be like, oh my god, I'm like, why are you reading the paper every day? You get up and straight away you're pissed off, and he's like, yeah, you're right, and he stopped reading it. This was years ago. And it's like ever since he's been much better. Even if you're here to get up and watch House on the Prairie, you know, this is happy rather than sitting there listening to this absolute rubbish that's on TV or reading the paper. Like, the only bit of the paper you read, Dad, is the back pages of the sport if you want to. Yeah, otherwise, all you do, if people get up and they're so angry, and I'm like, you're angry at, at stuff that's just being, it's literally, it's, they're literally playing out a pantomime in front of your eyes. And, and the, the, the anger is what they use. They need the anger. And again, the U.S. is a big target where wherever a child's born in the U.S., they're going to be uh, exposed to very corrupt media, violent video games, violent Hollywood movies, violent shows on Netflix. And what they do is they use that to make the American male super violent, like drooling, like a rabid dog wanting to go kill or wanting to fight for their country. They love the flag. They like American. They like apple pie. They like, uh, you know, monster trucks. And they like baseball. So you sort of, you, you get them all identified with things that don't matter. You get them boiling in, in, a, in a pot of their own juices. And then you say, hey, you know, that guy in the Middle East? And then the dog's out of the cage. And that animal that you produced on purpose through drugging, over-vaccination, poor nutrition, Hollywood indoctrination, that rabbit pit bull, and there's nothing more, you know, there's no stronger dudes in the world that I've seen than in the U.S. Army. But what they do is they raise their most violent and strong males 
and the royal family wants to gut the U.S. of their strong protectors. So they, the, that's why the U.S. is fighting other strong males somewhere else, all organized by the, the, the ruling 1%, because they want the end goal is a whole population of beta males and scared women. Well, yeah, it, and the, the fact is, if you weren't brainwashed enough, once you go into these armed forces, they break you down so much more that you're just able to obey anything they say. Yeah, and they're kind of, I mean, the whole processing and conditioning uh, system is to make the person compliant in the first place. Like at school, even the parents, right, are traumatizing their own kids to do what they say or the punishment comes. So we're, you know, we're, we're sort of starting the ball rolling as parents you know, do what I say and get rewarded, go against me, get punished. School takes over from there. Media takes over from there. Government takes over from there. And you produce this very compliant order taker, which will go kill themselves to expand, you know, illegal empire on behalf of the royal family, and they think they're fighting for an American flag, which is equally as stupid. You shouldn't be fighting for a flag. You should be at home with your family so that your community doesn't fall apart when there's 50% of the males are missing. Yeah, 100%. That's, you know, uh, like, yeah, you yeah. need, you're yeah. a strong dude, you gotta stay at home. Yeah, yeah, you gotta stay at home and protect your community. Just the father, just the psychological literature on what happens to a child if their father is absent is overwhelming. If the man is missing, that child will be mentally deranged. Really? For, oh my God. And of course, this psychology is all well known. Uh, it's all documented, and that's why they separate the families as best they can do through the corrupt media. A lot of people think that the TV shows of single parents came after humans naturally became separating. Unfortunately, it's the other way around. The media leads the reality. What they want to see, they put in the media. So humans follow, right? They, 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 the brain's like a... Um the brain's like a, it takes on pictures. It's like a photocopy. Yeah, a photocopy. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's a, it's where you see people go and watch a boxing match, and in the crowd, people start punching each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it, yeah. it's because, unbelievable. Yeah, and so people watch TV on TV. And they think that's the way it should be. That's what that's what they've done. And so, Jason, do you think this thing with uh, I'm, I'm interested to say about what some in the Middle East and some in America? Do you think this is why you know that? Um, the, the Muslim culture or like the Arabs or whatever is coming over and you see a lot of they want Sharia law and there's a lot of back and forth going about that they've I mean they've created these terror, ter terrorists or I say terrorists these people with ridiculous views on, on that side and you've got people over here that are against it basically you're trying to put the West versus the East they're trying to bring their 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 culture into our into our world, and it's never going. Well, it's never going to work because it's some of it. Some of it's very archaic. It's not, not going to work. But do you reckon that's all done on purpose to to to, to stir oh. up a lot of a lot of. Oh, um, guaranteed. Yeah. There's so many benefits uh, for the the royal families for the wars that they orchestrate. One of them is that a lot of kids are homeless and. There's a lot of sexual predators inside the royal coterie that will sweep into to zones where the parents are killed and pick up these poor children. But one of the other side effects, of course, is they drive 
different cultures aren't supposed to mix like this. And we used to have all cartoons when we were kids that, you know, the big melting pot in the USA and this guy's from this area and this guy's from that area. Generally, it causes conflict. It's just like the body, like your poop is supposed to be in your bowel and your blood's supposed to be outside your bowel. And if you have a hole in that lining, the blood goes in and the poop goes that way. And basically every spot has its place. Everything has its place in the body. Things aren't supposed to mix. Your blood brain barrier is there for a reason. Your stomach acid is supposed to stay in your stomach. Every culture is supposed to kind of stay where they are. And there's nothing that's going to cause more conflict than driving a war here. It's like put, you know, grabbing a balloon on this end and squeezing it. It just explodes on this end. And they're doing this on purpose to cause conflict, driving. And these people aren't leaving all happy and cheery. Their whole world is being destroyed by the, the, the empire of whiteness. So they're coming into Germany. They're coming into the UK. They're not happy people to begin with. They didn't want to leave in the first place. Well, that, that I don't know because if, if some of their countries are where they are, I don't think they wanted to be there. Yeah, but ha- but yeah, but who made their countries like that? If you, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of they've seen the UN roll in, they've seen Care roll in, they've seen all these charity organizations and church organization organizations roll in, and they're always from one of the white nations. And when they come, everything gets worse. Mm. So whether it's a bomb dropping or just basically a pillaging of the area. When you drive these people into other countries, you're guaranteed to have conflict. And that's part of the plan. Mm. Just people going toe to toe and having the society crumble at the edges. Mm. I mean, there's lots of, uh, there's lots, I mean, yeah, it's a these, it's, it's like, I am, say, so someone's listening to Humber who was talking to the Rogan podcast saying that, yeah, he's a West, Western chauvinist because he says our culture is just better. You know, we're, 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 we're is in terms of like development, we're ahead of them and they've got a lot of archaic, archaic principles still there that doesn't mix. And this is why it's so, it's like, it's so, um, explosive because you can't mix these two cultures. You're not supposed to mix even, you're not, the, you will always cut, co- there'll be always conflict. It doesn't mm. matter if they were archaic or not. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, and it's just interesting. It's just interesting. How, um, just just going back a little bit of a segue. Just going back to what you said there about, you know, well, it's not really because it's all about it's all about how we're how we're keeping out of these or how we're made to be keeping keeping in this in this structure. You've you yourself was talking about um, the education system, etc., and and like you go to school, you have your eighteen years there, etc., and you go through through it. Your daughter, is it? You've got a daughter, a little girl, haven't you? Yes, yes. Yeah. She goes to school, right? Yeah, she goes to public school. She goes to school. So two questions. One, why didn't you homeschool her? And two, um, and two, now she's at school, is it is it hard for her to have the, view, to have the views that you teach her? Does that cause a little bit of conflict in school? Uh, I would say it causes some conflict at school because I'll, I'll write some articles. Like I wrote an article once about... Uh, sometimes the school will have theme days like bubble gum day or chocolate milk day or you know and it's always revolving around unhealthy food intake 
So I'm kind of vocal in the community. I'll write an article and, you know, it kind of circulates around uh, by some, from some other people that might want to stir the pot a bit. Uh, I don't think she she understands what's going on. And I sent her to school because I only went down the rabbit hole with John Taylor Gaddle in his book, Weapons of Mass Instruction. Uh, once she was in school and she had had friends and everything. So the best I can yeah, do is keep her friendships alive. Her teachers are very friendly and very accomplished and very accommodating. Uh, the best I can do is really educate her about where she's trying to get funneled to. And they're always trying to funnel to kids to be compliant, be afraid of independent business or entrepreneurship. Everything's about job focus. I mean, they have resume day, but they never have start a business day. Resume, they'll teach you how to write a resume, but they'll never teach you how to make a business plan. They'll never teach you about getting a business startup loan or the government uh, programs to give you loans. They'll, they'll show you nothing other than where are you going to go in that job path? Which Where are you going to go in the lie? Mm. So I try I try my best to try and teach her, but nothing's for, for sure. She could end up being a nurse or medical doctor. Uh, you know, she could be an air, uh, she could be a fighter pilot. I don't know. She I have might, no she idea. She around putting 5G up. <laughs> Yeah, she put me 5G. She could be uh, paid to assassinate me when I'm 85. I don't know. I doubt that. But, uh, you know, I'm not – there's no guarantees here, right? You don't know where this is all going to go. Mm. You're just going to try to tell her, you know, they're going to try and send you to school and separate me and you. And they're going to try and get you on the drugs, not the school, but the society. They're going to try – the, the media – uh, we'll always try to get the parents and the kids separated, get the kids really looking forward to drinking, really looking forward to getting down to the pub, really looking forward to getting out of the house and getting on their own so they can do their drugs and get drunk and party and be part of the hedonistic lie until they, you know, and there's other lies that wait for them about dating and marriage and engagement rings and wedding days and Every other lie in the lie-based sandwich, you, you just kind of warn them about one at a time so that your kid can try to bank their way through the, through the corrupt ruling pyramid without getting picked off while still being a moral and ethical human being. Because mm. morality and ethics don't pay inside the lie. No. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, I get that. Well, it's funny, you know, because the amount of people that you get, probably you get as well, saying that they love your work. I, I get people always giving you, mate, you're always saying this kind of work. If you're not getting some hate, then you're, you're not doing anything right. I had someone the other day message me, I loved your page, uh, I loved your group. I didn't realise it was, it was anti vaccine. I thought it was a health page. Unfollowed. <laughs> bye bye. And I was like, okay. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I say, I'm just like, I'm just here telling the truth. Like, health is health. Poison can never, can never uh, give you health. So it's up to you. Like, you look at the ingredients, and also it's just like saying, if chemotherapy was so good, then why don't I take it every morning before I go going to, to the gym? You know, if it was making you super just, healthy, just a preemptive, it? just yeah. a preemptive uh, injection, right? Yeah. Just in case, just for good measure. Yeah. People who reject the health, they're just 
you know, the health information, they have some kind of investment in the lie, whether they vaccine poison their own kids or their well, retarded. That's what it is. I see you put a lot of time on your page. You're like, yeah. it's much easier just to, just, to, just to go against the lie or to say that because you want to make yourself feel better because you vaccinated your kid, really. Yeah. And that means it's nothing to do with the kid. Mm. And a lot of people say I vaccinated the kid because of disease. And I'm like, well, a lot of stuff, when you boils down to it, the person is making the decision based on how vaccine vaccination affects them personally. Mm. So you know, they're going to get less hassle or le- they're not going to get uh, attacked less by family members. They might you know, get a promotion at work if everybody's sort of vaccinated because they work as a nurse in the hospital. Uh, they're going to get, you know, more rewards from the people they work around because they look more compliant or they're, you know, they're a better order taker or order follower. Uh, this is why people are vaccinating. That's why people who vaccinate, if you look at their bookshelves, they don't have one book on vaccination in their library, if they have a library at all, because the research never mattered. What matters is the hassle-free zone that you enter inside a corrupted society when you vaccine poison your own children. And so that means the vaccination decision in most people's lives is about them and not the kids, Hmm. which should be their first clue that something is inverted inside their thinking pathways. It's uh, it's something that just to me it's just madness as well. It's always like, how many people do you re- have you ever seen get get the measles, or how many people do you know that have got uh, I don't, what, what, I don't even know. What, what, I'm trying to think like diphtheria or whatever, like some of these some of these diseases that come back. Um, polio. How many people do you know has ever had polio? You know, so you're more likely to get hit by a car than get polio, uh, or a million one different things. You know, it's like especially if you've got a strong immune system, you're not getting it anyway. It's like doesn't matter what these things come around it's only and it's just it just baffles me it's like doesn't bother you at all there's mercury in there or aluminium or carbonic acid or abortive well, fetal cells or all these things that like, doesn't bother you you need to see doctors i said before i think i said it to the girls last time i said you get this doctor who's followed authority all his life all of a sudden his child gets vaccine injured and now now he starts to question authority for the first time in his life and then you come out but you know it's just madness Again, they don't, they're not really concerned. The average person isn't really concerned about the ingredients. They just want the stroking. Mm. They want the safety. They want to be in the herd. They want to be in in the no hassle zone. It wouldn't matter if it was pure gasoline. If injecting gasoline into the kid got you the glorification as a good parent inside the corrupt society, it got you supported and rewarded and celebrated as a great parent, and you do it, you, they would do it. And they've shown that the parents will do that. Look at a kamikaze pilot. A kamikaze pilot is a person who will get inside an airplane and drive the airplane with them in it into a boat <laughs> yeah. that, that's on the water. And the only thing you needed, again, was government, you know, legitimacy, indoctrination, celebration and promotion. You know, you'll get a plaque in the square. Your family family name, your Japanese family name is on the plaque in the square. And humans will go for the con job as long as the con job is decorated in warm and fuzzy emotions. No one should be excited or promoted or celebrated there should be no celebration 
around injecting poison into your own child. And that's what our society does, is it literally adds positive emotion into injecting poison into your own kid. And humans are known on a psychological level to respond to that 100%. All you have to do is cover, like, look at a, look at a soldier. You're going to kill other people. Put it in halftime of a football game. Get cheerleaders around them. Pump the fireworks up. Dance around it. This whole ritual just pumps up the emotion, and it's invisible. And the human can't resist that. Mate, it's the amazing human. they can put those out on. on t- I mean, obviously they're getting paid, but they got they got adverts for these things. It's like if I put those same ingredients in a cup and said drink them, I get twenty five years to life. You know, it's just. It's just you said before, poison, antifreeze, antifreeze, MSG, and even when you post, when people argue, I can't bother anymore. I'm not even going to do it. People say stuff, and you pass all, you post all the studies that show what they've got, and then just put back bullshit. It's like, what do you mean bullshit? I've just posted they, all of it, but it's like, what's the point anymore? Like, they, they don't, they don't care, and that that's where we have to go. It, it's not all, all the research and all the vaccine science. It, all the weight of it is that vaccines are ineffective and unhealthy and fatal in a lot of cases and that that damage each and every person injected. But we're going to have to move beyond that because what we need to move on now is why is the human not interested in the outcomes of vac- injecting vaccine poison into their own children? What draws a human to do that while saying that they're a good parent, while believing they're a moral human ble- being? How can this the, the very obvious schizophrenia not be discussed in the vaccine debate, where the average person cares not for what happens to the child and only cares about themselves? Well, the, 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 the thing about it as well, Jason, which, which makes me like almost want to laugh, is no study is done on vaccinated versus vaccinated. I actually have done on vaccinated versus vaccinated. J.B. Hanley said the other day, and they showed things like that. That's six hundred percent more likely to get to get the, the virus if you've been vaccinated. First of all, they say, "Oh, I wouldn't allow my children to play with your children because they've been vaccinated because they haven't been vaccinated." It's like I wouldn't let my children play with your children because yours have been vaccinated because they shed the live virus. Yeah. First of all, second of all, say your kid hasn't been vaccinated, got got ill. They're like, "Oh my god, it's because they were vaccinated." But these people's children that have got vaccinated, they get ill all the time. It's not because they haven't been vaccinated. You know, it's, it's just like, it, 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 there's no logic there. It's just absolute, uh, it's, just, it's just, they've been baffled with bullshit and they just say, like, turn the party line because I think you put up a video once of the guy who's in a room full of 10 people and the, 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 um, the, the professor asked them all a question and says, what do you think the answer to this is? And, and the, and the, and the nine, there's nine, ten people in the room. Out of those ten people, nine people know that it's an experiment. One person doesn't. Uh, the, the, the professor asked the question. Uh, nine people in the room put the wrong answer. And even though the guy there knows the answer's wrong, um, knows the answer's wrong, he puts the wrong answer just to keep in, keep in 
uh, safety in the herd with everyone else, not to stand yeah. out from the crowd, right? Yeah, that's called the ash conformity test where, you know, basically actors were set up to give the wrong answer to very simple questions. And in, in the sequence, he's supposed to give the answer that he obviously knows is right, but everybody else gave the wrong answer. So he's kind of sort of pressured into giving the wrong answer. As as for the people you're talking about who are vaccinated, who get more sick, it's the same. If it's not broke, don't fix it. So the sick people today, front page of the paper front row tickets down at the lock, uh, the local football game. They're, they're in to meet players. If you're in a wheelchair, uh, the sicker, the, the more sick you are, the more positive emotion the system gives you. There is no celebration of health. For you to get down on the ground level of the soccer match at Manchester United, you have to be in a wheelchair. You have to be on your deathbed. You want to be on the front page of the paper, you have to be dying well before your time and have some sort of crippling disease because, again, the humans see that the way psychology works is they actually see that as an encouragement to be sick. There's a benefit in our society for falling ill, and a lot of people will actually fall ill simply because it's the place that gives them the most attention. And our and no society should be built like that. It no, should should not be built like that. And of course, we focus on our society on the result. We'll see the the child in the wheelchair, and no one cares how he got there. Just that he got there. If he was vaccine poisoned, was he given mercury teeth fillings that leaked out and paralyzed him? No one cares because no one wants to stop the parade of sickness. Mm. They just want to celebrate the sickness. They think they're being parade. good for doing it. They think that they got the moral high ground. It's uh, yeah, it feels great, right, to just look at the and then they they punish you if you say, "Well, this kid got in the wheelchair as soon as he had that vaccine," yeah. and then now you're attacked. Yeah. Now you've crossed the line because we're talking of a sick kid here, and you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy for bringing up why this kid is sick. This poor kid, let's just take care of him. And so they, they manipulate it and energize it so that you actually are afraid yeah. and intimidated to try and help that child. You could even reverse the disease. You don't even dare step into the, to the cult and try and back that kid out from his disease because the, that's what the cult there is for, to help that child get into the grave. Yep. And, and yep. that's how insane our society is. Yep. And that's why a lot of this stuff is rolling forward. It's well, everything, crazy. Everything you said I've experienced myself. It's only years of pushing through it. You actually understand uh, the extended ground and people start to take notice. But, yeah, I mean, people – Instead of thinking, well, how can we listen to this guy and how can we stop this happening again? They they do just want to ignore it and, and you feel bad for even having to ask a question. It becomes a point where you don't even want to ask it the question or say, well, what happened there? So how much proof do you need? I've put videos up, people get vaccinated, becoming ill straight away afterwards. It's just like, it's, I mean, it happens. On, there was something I was going to say to you that I, I lost it. Um, there's there's so much, so, so many of those situations happen. Uh, and yeah, they do celebrate celebrate illness rather than celebrating health which is 
it's a, it's all part of the incentive system and the mind hack and the and the documented Bernaysian psychology and the Skinner based psychology that's actually developed in the Tavistock Institute in the UK. So for the people out there, I know our time's probably coming to a close. As for solutions, I tell people there's a part of your brain that's really, really intelligent and can find solutions to any problem regardless, whether it's financial or relationship or spiritual. And it, that part of the brain is the prefrontal cortex where the best of you live. And it doesn't matter what comes your way. If that part of your brain is on, you're going to be able to make it through. You're going to be able to you know, tolerate the storm. The only way to get to that part of the brain is through a healthy lifestyle. So I always suggest two books, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy by Paul Check, mm-hmm. or, or the book Whole30. These are great books for the, for the average person where they can get a handle on their health. And we've mentioned the reptilian brain before, which is always turned on with pollution and chemicals and fear. So try to downregulate that part of the brain because that's where the worst of our, ourselves lives. So what you need to do is get healthy to drive the energetic activation of your brain into the prefrontal cortex and away from the reptilian brainstem. And then all of this will become the moral you just comes out. The ethical you just comes out. The strong and powerful you that you were always meant to be kind of like the innate wisdom of the universe. You can talk to the Godhead through this part of your brain. You're going to get visions and ideas and lots of empowering things going on in your life. But you can't get there if you take in the slave food and the slave drink and the slave smoke and the sl- all the other slave-based drugging modalities that the ruling families drive into the slave camp. So that's the, that's the foundational solution. If you want to change this world for the better, there's only one part of your brain that can do that, and it can't be polluted or it won't work. It's that simple. I think we'll uh, leave it there, mate. Thank you very much, Jason. And uh, as, uh, as always... Um We'll get you back on. The more we hear about this 5G, we'll get you back on and uh, we can dig a bit deeper. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll have a few more solutions to this problem when we come come back on. But thank you very much, mate. It's a pleasure been talking to you. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. Always a great time. So, guys, whoa, what do you think of that? Hey, if that hasn't. Uh, giving you a little bit of the heebie-jeebies and I don't know what will you know we're uh, we're actually at war here now and we've got to do something about that and we've really got to fight these things and come together and realize what's happening and what they're trying to do by 2025 they want to eradicate 70 to 75 percent of the people in the UK there's a link to that show that we talk about uh, it's in my show notes if you click on it You'll be able to listen to that interview if it's still up, uh, which it may or may not be, depending on the powers of B. Um, yeah, if you check on the, on the show notes and details of this, or you can head on over to www.reviveyourself.co. You look for this episode, the the the, the uh, link to that show, talking all about Circo and 5G and who's behind it, etc. Uh, it's a real eye-opening, eye-opening conversation and um yeah you know 
the truth will come out. We have to talk about these things because otherwise, what's what, what, what's the other option? Not talk about them, bury your head in the sand, hope none of this happens, or to bulletproof ourselves, go out there and make a change and not accept this at all. Uh, and you know, it takes a brave person to stand up and and to speak out against this. And you know, hopefully, going out to you guys, you're going to be with me and the rest of the people that want the truth and want us all to be healthy and happy, and we will move forward. Okay, guys, uh, and I'll keep on bringing this out to you. As um, you know, I just want the truth. I've, we've got no agenda here except for helping people get healthy and happy and stay in that way. And um, we're not going to stay that way if we're all being fried by this 5G and manipulated by it in the ways that Jason was talking about there. Um, being able to move your arms and legs and tend to sleep and turn off your brain and turn off your vision and um, make you crave certain things. It's a, it's a scary, scary world. Um, you know, they've been showing us this in the movies for years, what they're trying to do. We just haven't been paying attention. We think it's all fiction. But as uh, they say, you know, they show you first <laughs> and then it happens. But... Otherwise, guys, uh, that's it for this week. As always, as I said before, any chronic health issues, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co for a free four-day mini-course if you want to know about the basics of getting through it. You've got great, um, great community in there and in the group, our Facebook group. And if you are dealing with something that's been going on for a while and you'd like some one-to-one help, then you can click on the contact link at www.reviveyourself.co uh, and send me a message or you can send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and i'll be happy to help i'll get back to you as soon as i can and um you know skin issues thyroid issue adrenal problems uh chronic fatigue um gut issues like ibs crohn celiac um whatever you have we've we've dealt with it we've helped people through it diabetes etc so don't worry you'll be in good hands otherwise guys that's it for this week um Got some powerful interviews coming up. One, uh, I think next week's going to be with Saldi Fistano from the Mind Pump uh, podcast. We're talking about lots, lots of things. I actually want to get into. He's uh, got a couple of kids. I actually want to get into how he helps uh, or how he deals with his kids and uh, making sure they have a healthy diet and not, and also how he gets them away from the uh, all the electronic devices and what the differences he's seen in them since that's happened. Um, it's really interesting uh, to talk to Sal. Uh, otherwise, guys, as always. I'll say I'll see you next week. Stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.